there, Jack. From 7500 to Holt, this is the Holtcast with Jack Grimsey and Robert Lintott. How's it going, Robert? It's going quite well. How about you, Jack? Good. I mean, we use it quite well, well for considering the circumstances we were trying to record with Zencaster, and it just kind of, um, website just wouldn't load, so. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything you just said. Now I, now I kind of can hear you. Oh, well, that's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I, I missed whatever you just said, but now, now it seems like I can hear you. So, um, yeah, where where were we? I think we were we were complaining about Steve Bruce. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's the uh, number one thing to complain about right now. Yeah. So last night when I was making the script for this, I found a really crazy realization that Bruce is basically the same as Roberto Di Matteo, and we pulled the trigger on Di Matteo too soon. I think I think that's clear because we it's, Bruce isn't going to get fired, is he? I don't think so. Um, I mean, maybe at the end of the season, if this sort of form continues, he might. Yeah, or if he'll go down, he's he's got to be. Yeah, I mean, if he'll go down. He's definitely gone. But horrible. You have to think that Villa have to be able to pull out of it at some point. But after already finding one manager this season, I can't see any Bruce goes before the end of the season. I don't know. You know, it's like we think Villa will come out of it, but a new manager, and it's well, from what I saw, it's the same thing. Even though Di Matteo only won one match, drew seven, lost three. So in, I guess it's in eleven matches, excluding that FA Cup match against Luton. Mm-hmm. Ten goals scored, twelve goals conceded. Bruce in twenty matches. 20 goals scored, 24 conceded. It's like the same the same ratio, and Bruce picking up a 1.24 points per game, which is kind of sad at this point. Yeah, right now Bruce is just riding the strong start that he had with the club to, you know, hope that he can actually see this whole thing through. Um, which actually wasn't him coming in and being amazing. It's just what Soccernomics says is that it's going to – regress back to the mean like Villa were way worse than performing way worse than they should have been and then they came back to being average and now they're just bad they're getting tons of unlucky results under uh, Di Matteo um, you know the draws you'll probably start losing some of those but on balance if you only win in half of those you're going to come out better than you would if you got all of those draws yeah so drawing 80 like 75% of them yeah, exactly. Um, it's, you know, at some point. But again, I'm not positive if we did pull the trigger too soon on Di Matteo, and I'm not positive if Bruce has to go. I mean, I said it when I was live tweeting the other day that Bruce had to go, but that's because I was pissed off because suddenly Andre Green was playing left back while Jordan Amavi was on the bench. Um, hey, after they have to resign another left back. Oh, God. It was baffling. It was and it's... Um, it, I'm not even sure what to make of all of it at this point. It's, you know, on the one hand, you want to say Bruce needs to go 
On the other hand, you have to say, how many managers can we fire before we actually speak with someone? Um, you know, is it just being a hot-headed reactionary that makes me Bruce needs to go? Yeah, it's just the thing is, it's like, okay, like, crap, we really should have just stuck it out with the Mateo a little longer, and it's finally kind of, kind of come to a boiling, boiling point, I guess, at least for me, after the recent matches, you know, like, the the home form at Villa Park that had been kind of a point of pride. We were undefeated at home for quite a while. And even though it was dreadful away from Villa Park, like least goals scored in the league, now Villa twice in four days embarrassed at home. Yeah, and by teams that shouldn't be embarrassed at home. Ipswich Town and, and Barnes aren't, you know, they're not terrible teams, but they're not world beaters. They're not teams that should be coming to Villa Park and winning. Um and hold Villa to one goal in 180 minutes of football. Yeah, it's this team right now is just you don't even know what to make of it. Um, you know how much of it is Bruce, how much of it is the players, and my temptation to blame Bruce also comes from the fact that he he had a blank check for the window. He was able to get who he wanted, and yeah, they're still kind of coming together, but he very clearly had no idea what the hell he wants to do with all the players he bought. No, no, he doesn't know how to use him, just like he didn't know how to use Jordan Ayew, and apparently no one did, no, no we've sold him off to Swansea, yeah. but yeah, I don't know, at least at least Bruce didn't really break the bank, I guess, I think some of the players yeah. he signed were in the, the region of fees that, okay, yeah, smart to bring in player around that amount in this league, seemed like it should, seem like he was doing the right thing, I, I feel. Yeah, um, you know, the, the net spending wasn't too shabby. It was, let's see, about 18, 19 million or so going out for for the players that bought, and then about 18 million coming back in. Uh, just was 6 million. It was a 6 million. Uh, Taylor, okay, so about 12 million coming back in. You know, that spend was under 2 million. That's not too shabby. No, no, very reasonable, especially like considering what Villa did in the summer and. Yeah, considering the future, since it's pretty apparent that Villa aren't going up now. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the playoffs are out of it. And even though I don't think it's a possibility, it's closer to relegation than we are to the playoffs. We are once again having to look below us. Yeah, much, much closer to to relegation than the playoff, which is, you know, that's honestly scary. Are you worried about relegation? Uh, should I be? I, I don't. I really don't think it's realistically possible. Even though Villa are just seven points above the drop, <laughs> and nineteen points away from six. Yeah, but, and one point from the entire year of twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's I, that's it's it's okay. I will say that we should be worried about relegations just because the recent form has been so bad, and it's like it's just reminiscent of years past. You yeah. know, if you uh, once you just go on that that horrible of a stretch, anything's possible. You can lose 15 games in a row. Like we've done it. Trust like trust Villa to, to one up <laughs> themselves in that department. I keep telling myself that relegation is possible, and I keep saying it with a lot of conviction. But in the back of my head, it's like we're close. It it still doesn't seem likely. I'm not that worried about it. But it's gone from there's no way in hell it's happening to all of a sudden I'm thinking well. Yes, it could. You know, make it to March without without winning another game or without even picking up another point, and yeah, you're going to be staring it in the face. 
Yeah, uh, and our next match does not look like a good opportunity to pick up a point. Traveling to Newcastle? Um, no, no, it it does not. And yeah, I, I want to get to that a, a little bit later. Just final, just finish off the the transfers, I guess, a little bit. But yeah, like like we had said, and like what I had written down, it was a decent window, I guess. Lansbury, good. He was one of Forrest's best players, and we buy him, and then, of course, we lose to Forrest. <laughs> uh, Bjarnason, okay. He wasn't playing in the Swiss League with Basel when he, he came in, but I think eventually he'll come good. He just seems like a guy who can kind of, I don't know, he seems like, uh, who's that guy we had bought from AZ Alkmaar? Um, oh, um, uh, a few years ago. Oh, Achmedy? No, 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 no. Brett Holman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it just seems like a guy that's like, uh, you you couldn't put 11 of them out there in the team, but if five guys are like him and just run around, do their job, and are mostly solid, it's going to be fine. Yeah, in front I, of the I think so. It's okay. Uh, Hurahan, want, I really wanted him, so it was good that Villa got him for cheap price from Barnsley, but then, of course, lose to Barnsley. What? Same thing, Scott Hogan. <laughs> Nine million pounds from Brentford. Next day, lose to Brentford. And what, James Bree also from Barnsley? Perfect. Maybe this is sort of a curse. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, but what is the curse? We should all buy players teams that, from teams that we're not going to play. Yeah, okay, yeah, like um, the the French League. Go back to the French League. league on, exactly. Jordan Veratou, who scored the other day, so. Oh, man. Oh, sadness, <laughs> but. Our truth is a little more stupid than those coming in. Yeah, sorry, say that again? But the transfers out struck me as more stupid than the ones coming in. Oh, no, I th- I think so for sure. Um, Rudy Justed and Jordan Ayu, I think, yeah, both $6 million for them, and Ayu, we also got Neil Taylor, which, why? But, yeah, yeah those selling those two strikers, I think, who are probably our best strikers available besides Koja. Um... I don't yeah, know. and for a team that can't score goals to get rid of Justed, Ayu, and McCormick is just crazy. And of I course, even... what, McCormick scored in his debut? Yeah, absolutely. Of course he did. Um, and then they got rid of Bolin, which still just infuriates me because Johnston is just a flaming pile of turf. Yeah, Shibola, so... um, he one of his better games under Bruce pretty recent in January and then promptly loaned out. Ali Sissoko loaned to Olympiacos. Like, why loan some player just to buy Neil Taylor? Like, why loan Sissoko to buy Neil Taylor? That doesn't make sense. I mean, we didn't really If you wanted Neil to dump Taylor. his and IU's wages and, I don't know, I just can't see Taylor as being, like, significantly cheaper wages. He was in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, we didn't really buy Taylor. We got Taylor plus six million. So, yeah. yeah, but if you're if you're trading wages for wages and you're like trading down Sissoko to Taylor and yeah, I guess IU to Hogan, but just I don't really think you you didn't really need to clean house, but yeah. I'm not sure we did either. But at the yeah. same time, it's uh, you know, I'm, that's the other thing that really irritates me about this is we made some decent moves, but there seems to be no logic to the way Aston Villa are making transfers. 
No, no. And like in the summer, it was like, okay, go out and just buy, 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 buy and try to buy everything. Like, but it worked for Newcastle. Like, look who they bought. Like, Kieran Clark, obviously um, pretty good for the championship. Yeah, world beater. World beater Kieran Clark. He did have a pretty just, bad uncle, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, that's the problem I have with all of this, is these transfers individually, if you're just, like, looking at one-offs, are all fine. They're, you know, maybe even good. But it doesn't seem to be any strategy here. What was the goal? What holes were we trying to fill? What things were we trying to achieve? And just looking at the there's no real semblance of any structure to this. No, and we still have Ellen Hutton. <laughs> Our uh, site co-founder, Aaron Campo, the other day did a deep dive into the statistics and found out um, that since Alan Hutton has been bought, every time Alan Hutton has come back to the club from a loan, re-signed a contract, done anything like that. Aston Villa have gone on an extended run of bad form. And every time Aston Hutton has been dropped from the team or left on loan, Aston Villa have saved themselves. So Aaron concludes that uh, the sort of the Aston Villa curse for these past few years is, in fact, Alan Hutton himself. Yeah, I think I think the curse of the Hutton is... <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it just as in the theater, we don't speak the name of the Scottish play. Perhaps at Villa, we should stop speaking the name of the Scottish player. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. I apologize for that bad joke. Blues. What was that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I said at least we're not tweeting about the Blues. Oh, God, yes. Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know if this is worth it. As Villa has, uh, throughout the years, had just absolutely atrocious social media accounts. Like there? Are you keeping quiet because you don't want to offend them, Jack? No, I could. I sorry, I was breaking up. I couldn't hear you. No, all right. I said over the years, Villa have had some of the league's worst social media accounts. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Now Snapchat. I'm telling people that Villa are basically famous, or rather infamous, for posting a hundred snaps before the match and nothing once kickoff happens. And then it's like, okay, yeah, you go down to Barnsley and you're like, well, we're not going to. Let anyone know this is happening. Like, what? Like, come on. Yep. At least say, like, FT1-3 at the end in a sad face. Like, come on. Now it's today. Oh, Bruce's press conference. Yay. I wonder what the local journalists are going to ask him he's having for dinner because they're not going to grill him about the results. Like, God. It's pathetic. Pathetic. It's a horrible social media account. And their Twitter has always been kind of horrible. Uh, everything about their social media presence is pretty horrible. Someone on Twitter discovered that a guy by the name of James Jevons has in his Twitter bio social media executive at AVFC. Um, so he's apparently the guy behind all of the social media, except if you go to his Twitter account, he is a massive fan of blues. <laughs> he, he's interesting. He loves garden. He loves everything about Birmingham City. I'm sort of torn, and I want to know what you think about this, Jack. My first thought is he has a personal life. He's allowed to like whoever he wants, and you get money however you get money. If you go to a team that you don't support because it's going to pay you, cool. My other thought is Aston Villa's social media are trash, and our executive is talking about his love of blues. <laughs> this irritates Yeah, I mean, it is, it, is, it is a little bit of conflict of interest, especially now with Villa and blues being in the championship. You know, I would have seen... 
before before that I could have seen it as being you know less less of a conflict of interest with yeah. different leagues but it's it's especially it's very weird oh, it's just very weird is what I'd say you know like why would you even being applying for a job at Villa I guess it's in in the area also I I'd say professionalism doesn't that sort of mandate that you know, once you're getting a paycheck from a club you sort of support that club yeah, at least. I mean, it. Is, but then again, it is personal life. Like on the weekends, he can, he shouldn't be barred from liking blues or something. I don't know. I I would say he should be barred from liking blues exclusively on the weekends. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, <laughs> but uh, no, his weekends are probably yeah. like Thursday for whatever. It's weird. It's one of the things where logical stuff in my brain says sure do whatever you want, but the the second half of my brain maybe find a way to uh, make that all less public. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. All right. Well, let's get to the next match here. Uh, I know you've got a busy day ahead of you, and I've got the same. Uh, so let's talk about the massacre at St. James Park. Yeah. Um, so when I was making the script last night, I kind of just realized that it was going to be Newcastle was the next match. Trying, and I mean, obviously, you've noticed that I haven't been paying that much attention to Velo. We haven't had a podcast in a while, but it's it's just depressing, you know. So. It's Newcastle, and it's on Monday at 8 p.m. local, 3 Eastern for Robert and I. And it could be ugly. Newcastle are the yeah. best team in the league, and they haven't, they haven't lost in their last six. They haven't won in their last six. They haven't won in the championship since Boxing Day, and Newcastle last lost in the championship on the 2nd of January. Yeah, it's... Uh... Boy, I don't know how this is gonna go. Um, I think they're I think they're gonna crush us. I have a feeling that they score four and we maybe get one or two. I think it's gonna be a high octane match and the only problem is I'm not sure if Villa have any octane. Exactly. I don't I don't even know that's, I don't I can't even expect Villa to score at at this point. A score even a goal? Yeah. No We scored twice against Preston but couldn't even win. Yeah, it's no um, blank. It's blank three of the last six. Say again, we were blank three of the last six matches. Yeah, it's. I mean, at this point, yeah. isn't it the smart bet to just go and bet for Villa to uh, get blanked? Aren't you? Yeah, make money I think time I think so. Yeah, bet on Villa to get held to nil, because then at least if it doesn't happen. Who we score. You'll be happy, and if it does happen, you get money. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah. Instead of what I wrote in the script, which is, <laughs> we are trash, therefore I bet we win, just because, I don't know, soccer's weird. <laughs> but but don't. But then I, I also have, but don't actually bet on that, because that will make us lose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the only time I ever bet was through you, and it was on that FA Cup final against Arsenal. And oh, uh, yeah, that was a memorable day. One time, though, I was drunk and bet on Villa to beat Burnmouth, and then Rudy just had, just had scored, so that was a good day. Well, there but you go. Just getting drunk and bet on us, Jack. Still, still very much in the in the negatives as when it comes to Villa, so I don't yeah. know. It's And it's a, way, it's a way, like, we can't, like, averaging, like, half a goal a game away from Villa Park. It's just, uh, I mean, it's just sad. It's just depressing. Although, but, you know, you have to think, as bad as this team has been, that isn't their, their true form. 
So no, no, exactly. And I don't know. It's I think we just really have to ship out Hutton. Yeah. When does the rebound happen though? And when it does happen, what does it look like? Yeah, and it, I don't know. It's but it, it's not going to get to League One. Villa will not get relegated. No, no, not happening. It's not happening. Despite the fact that it's probably going to be a loss on Sunday. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the Holtcast. You can follow my co-host Robert Lintot on Twitter at seventy five hundred underscore Robert. Of course, you can follow seventy five hundred Holt at seventy five hundred Holt and like us on Facebook as well. Communicate with us there. We love to hear from you. So we'll see you all on Monday for the Newcastle match, and hopefully it's not too ugly, but maybe it will be. Anyway, we'll pray for the Villa. Up the villa. I've been Jack Grimsey. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Holtcast.